Good morning and happy Mothering Sunday today. I hope you've had a chance to read our two readings for today, Exodus 2, 1-10, about the birth of Moses, and the short reading from John 19, verses 25-27, to with Jesus' mother at the foot of the cross. It's striking that both these Mothering Sunday readings today are about mothers in times of struggle and crisis, and in times of pain and loss. The parallels are obvious to where we find ourselves in our country and in our world right now. And some of the lessons we can learn also speak loudly from these pages of Scripture. So turning first to the Exodus story, we find God's people severely oppressed and tested by a very powerful enemy. And midwives and mothers having to find new ways to adapt to the attacks of the enemy as the situation worsens. Having been confounded by the midwives, Pharaoh orders the mothers to have their newborn boys thrown into the Nile. How to defeat such an enemy? Our enemy is, as is often the case, both without and within. Both battles are not easily won and need perseverance. The basic armour and weapons we need may be the same, but they need to be used repeatedly and applied in new ways to new situations as they arise. The enemy without in this story is very visible and real, Pharaoh and his people. But behind them lies an unseen enemy, the enemy of our souls, who Jesus exposed and revealed as our true enemy, the thief who comes to kill and steal and destroy. So the spreading virus around us is also very much our enemy, and all the more deadly because it is also unseen. So we do need to be vigilant to protect ourselves and our loved ones. You may well have already heard the heroic story of the villagers of Eam in Derbyshire, not so far away, who when the plague struck the village in 1665, realised that they needed to cut themselves off from the outside world and distance from each other at the command of the rector to prevent it spreading and from getting out to big centres such as Sheffield and so back around the country. Though over a quarter of the village died, the rest survived and the plague was checked. A heroic example of Christian self-sacrifice that can inspire us today as we learn to maintain social distancing and to quarantine and isolate where appropriate. But what about the enemies within? Surely the greatest two are selfishness and also fear, which can either paralyse us or cause us to act in irrational ways, such as stockpiling pasta or even toilet rolls. Fear is only natural in our current circumstances and we need to face up to our fears, especially the very real fear of death coming close to us, as it already has in our land and increasingly in our city in Wolverhampton. But let us remember that fear would surely have been felt by every Hebrew mother in Egypt. Yet our reading today shows that many discovered some of the greatest antidotes to fear. Firstly, 
love is a powerful motivator. Here, in our story, the Hebrew mother's love for her own child, but also for us the great love that the Father has lavished upon us, that we might be called children of God. The perfect love that John tells us in his first letter casts out all fear. For we know that we are ultimately forgiven and freed from God's judgment and accepted as his children forever. And secondly, courage to take the risk and to act whilst praying and looking to God in his providence to protect the ones we love and pray for. So we have love and courage mixed with faith and prayer an almost unbeatable combination that will move the hand of God in unpredictable but wonderful ways. And what a wonderful outcome. Moses rescued out of the water and loved and looked after by the princess of Egypt herself and in time raised up by God to save his people. What an example to inspire us today and to once again bring heaven down to begin to turn the tide. But before we finish, let us also join Mary, as our reading in John poignantly begins, Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother. If we have a mother's heart, we will long to take whatever risk there may be to come and be close to the ones we love in their moments of agony, and even battling with death, when others, like most of the disciples, may flee in self-protection. Sadly, many of us may be barred such an opportunity with those who have the virus. But as we linger with Mary at the foot of the cross, we realise that there will be times of loss in the coming days for us, as there was for her. And for some of us, it may be very close to home. So let us soberly pause and realise now that some will die because they are courageously exposed on the front line. Some will suffer and die because they were foolish in where they chose to go. Others will be just in the wrong place at the wrong time or too weak to fight the virus. And for some, we will want to cry out at the apparent injustice to God. But of all people, why her or why him, God? But let us, like Mary, linger at the foot of the cross in the presence of the God who suffers deeply with us. And yet in the midst of such pain, he compassionately urges John to reach out a helping, protective hand to Mary his mother, and likewise urges us to help and protect the vulnerable around us, and to let them know that they are loved and cherished. So let us put on love and courage, and the shield of faith, and also the shoes of the readiness of the gospel of peace and loving compassion, and armed in this way, let us pray at all times with all kinds of prayers and requests. So indeed, let us turn briefly to prayer now.
Lord, though it is something that we would not welcome, we would thank we thank you that we are here at such a time as this. We thank you that by your spirit within us, you can give us strength and courage and faith and love and compassion way beyond what we could ever generate ourselves. And we thank you that our prayers have mighty power to release your saving love into this crisis, to reveal the light of Jesus to those in need, and by his grace to give them a life that conquers even death. Lord, glorify your name. May your kingdom come. In Jesus' name. Amen.